Hello, hello. Welcome back to Glaring Questions, your newest podcast with all media. Movies, comic books, TV shows, and everything in between. My name is Tucker. I'm one of your co-hosts. And I am Caden. I'm the other one of your co-hosts. I bring the banter. And I bring the research. And today we are following up our Marvel with... The DC Extended Universe, because we are equal opportunist critics. Well, you are. I just do whatever you say and have fun. Yeah. Like I said, I bring the banter and he brings the facts, so... So, the DC Extended Universe has not been around for as long as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In of fact, course. it's about five years younger. Can I say that I think Marvel is better than, than DC? Am I allowed to say that? Is, yeah, that a valid, is that a valid statement? Every statement about TV and movies is valid. Okay, well then, I am now valid, so... So, unlike the MCU starting in 2008 with Iron Man, the DC Extended Universe started, after a failed try to start, Lol. with Man of Steel in 2013. Yeet. The best way that I would sum up this movie is... A young boy learns of his powers and his past, going on a journey of self-discovery to save the world and become a symbol of hope as Earth's hero. Well, one of them anyway. I was a hero once. There there was a three-year hiatus before the next movie came out in 2016, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Best way I could describe this one is wrestling with the questions of heroism and unchecked power. Gotham's Batman and Metropolis's Superman come toe-to-toe as a greater threat looms over and beneath them. I mean, yeah, that sounds pretty sick. Then the same year comes around and Suicide Squad. Okay, that actually was pretty good. Yeah, I kind of liked it. The best way I could describe that movie is following the death of Superman, a group of dangerous supervillains are brought together to do what heroes will not and save the world from another moment of imminent destruction. Also, like, Harley Quinn. Yeah. So. And then, next year, we were given two movies. Wonder Woman, which can be described as, raised as a warrior on a, sen- on a secretive island, Diana Prince helps pilot Steve Trevor fight against the powers of gods and corruption during World War I in her start as Wonder Woman. And, that same year, Justice League. Fueled by restored faith and sparked to action by Superman's death, Bruce Wayne enlists a group of heroes to stop a villain that threatens everything he is loved and prepared for. That's scary. Next year, we got, in 2018, Aquaman. Arthur Curry, born on land to be the heir of Atlantis, goes on a quest to claim Atlantis's greatest power and stop a war that threatens both sides of his heritage. 2019 brought us Shazam! Ka-chow! Ka-chow. That's, that's, uh, cars. Shazam. Like, if you want to, if you want cars, I want cars. We should do a cars episode. <laughs> Life when, is a highway. Shazam! When Billy Batson is gifted with magical powers... He must learn the ways of a hero and accept his responsibility to save the Earth from, a, from the resurgence You're of a villain of biblical proportions. Way. The seven deadly sins, and why are you singing Life of the Highway? <laughs> because cars. Next, The next year, we got two movies in the DCEU. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, long title. 
which I could describe as Harley Quinn, now alone and unsure of herself, must team up with people of various levels of morality to save young Cassandra Kane from the narcissistic Black Mask and Victor Zaz. <sighs> Did you say Black? <laughs> Come on. Did you just say Black? The Black Mask? Yes. What the, if it was the, the mas- White Mask? The Mask you is literally you Black. You wouldn't hate it if it was the white mask, hmm? No, I wouldn't. It's just a mask that is white, much like the villain is a mask that is black. Is he literally just a black mask? He wears a black mask, yeah. Okay. The mask is just pitch black. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Alright, I see. And Victor's ass. Got it. Which is spelled, if I remember correctly, Z-S-A-S-Z. That, that's Zaz. Thanks a lot, DC. Spetsnaz. And then Wonder Woman 1984. Living in the booming 1980s, Diana Prince tracks down an ancient artifact in a battle against her co-worker and a power-hungry businessman. Of course. Because every superhero movie needs some sort of power-hungry businessman. I am the power-hungry businessman. And two days ago... We got Zack Snyder's Justice League, also known by the Writers Guild as Justice League of the Snyder Cut. Which Tucker has been talking about ever since I got in his car when he kidnapped me today. <laughs> I got into the car and it's fused. All I know is it's four hours long and it's a, it's a damn good movie apparently. So, yeah. And I'm not going to give a summary because it's four hours long and I don't want to You give should a give summary. a summary. Yeah, I think it, it would be perfect for this episode if you gave a four-hour summary in Spanish. <laughs> in Spanish. Yes, and make sure you translate it as well. So you say, como et tu, or whatever that means in Spanish. That's also French. <laughs> and then just be like, I also piss standing up. You know, like, you gotta oh translate goodness. that mofo. Yeah, that is not happening. I guess, yes, sir. There, no. Zack Snyder's Justice League, overall, I found to be a very good movie. It's basically the penultimate director's cut of 2017's Justice League, with a lot more details, a lot more characters, and overall, pretty good for four hours. And apparently, it's a pretty good movie, and it's four hours. So, I could go to the DMV and get my license and stuff, and... It, it would be less than four hours. Let's be honest. The DMV has a long-ass line. I would still be able to go to the DMV, get whatever the hell I needed to get done, and then leave and still have, like, an hour left of that movie. <laughs> I'm Probably. Just, I'm just saying. Okay. Now we're finally going back to our question format after going through so many formats. So, number one in the normal questions regarding this DC Extended Universe. Oh yeah, it's question time, baby. Number Time to get hot and heavy with the questions tonight, Okay, dial it down. (laughs) Do you know what really turns me on? Question time. (laughs) Tucker, lead it off with our first question. So our first normal question of the night. Oh yeah. (laughs) Is, which Robin is already dead in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Oh! Because (laughs) in that movie, there is a Robin costume on display with graffiti on it. Which, by the way, Joker, Joker, really, come on. Come on, Joker, that's illegal. This one is a bit more rhetorical than I like to admit. I have a question. Why is Joker doing illegal things like graffiti? 
uh, he's the Joker. And that doesn't mean he can't be a good citizen, law-abiding citizen in society. Like, I am, definitely. I don't graffiti all over the back of a 7-Eleven in my spare time. What part of the Joker makes you think he's just your regular old Joe giving you sugar? I mean, if he's the Joker, then I'm Satan because I used to draw penises on the back of my friend's worksheets and then make them turn it in. If that ain't evil, I don't know what is. Okay, then I'll, t- I'll make sure to remember that. So, David Ayer, the director of Suicide Squad, Amen. said that Jason Todd, the second Robin in the comics, is the dead Robin of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. But Zack Snyder responded on Twitter say- saying that this dead Robin Twitter. was Richard Grayson. Donald Trump also uses Twitter. I just like to know that. It's where all the drama go down. Obligatory Donald Trump comment. It's called Conservative Land. <laughs> A.K.A. Dick Grayson. Oh. A.K.A. the first Robin. Amen. So, if you go by the Suicide Squad director, it's Jason Todd. But if you go by Zack Snyder, who everyone is seeing me below because of the Snyder Cut, Dick Grayson is the dead Robin. Ooh, okay. Okay, and normal question number two. Let's go right along. Is the DCEU connected to any other DC universe? And by this, we mean any other... DC universe in live action or animated media. So uh-huh. the DCAU, which is the DC animated universe, or the DCCW universe. What is live action universe? So, easy answer to this. Crisis on Infinite Earths, the 2019 live action TV event, mm-hmm. did have Ezra Miller's Flash from the DC Extended Universe and Grant Gustin's Flash of the DCCW universe meet. Okay. So, I me and since that is somewhat canon according to its effects, according to Andy Muschietti, the director of the Flash movie, sheesh. That means sheesh. the DC Extended Universe has crossed over with the DC CW TV universe. My lord. Also, Michael Keaton is appearing as Batman. Michael Keaton! In Batman. the Flash movie, meaning that his Batman movies could end up being DCEU canon through the multiverse. Okay, rhetorical question number one. There you go, Aubrey. You're, you're welcome. There's, I made him say it there's again. There's the accent. I made him say it again. You're welcome, Aubrey. You better <laughs> so, listen, Aubrey. Listen here, you little shit. <laughs> so, number one, who was supposed to be the second Robin in the DCEU? So, you could argue a lot of points on this. Maybe you say, oh, it's supposed to be Jason Todd since Dick's dead and you need a new Robin. What a dick move. Oh, God. But, if you're going by what Zack Snyder planned, Carrie Kelly, the non-canon Robin from The Dark Knight Returns was supposed to be the DCEU's next Robin. Because he responded to a question, another question on Twitter. He really reveals a lot on Twitter. Oh, wow. With To a question on, was Richard Grayson supposed to stay dead after Flashpoint? Who knows? He, he responded, stay dead, ellipsis, until Carrie. Uh-huh. Well, there's only one Batman-affiliated character that most people know that's Carrie. Uh-huh. Carrie Kelly, the Robin from Dark Knight Returns. So, if 
if you're going with my speculation, the that's second, a big uh, word. Whoa, he pulled out with the like 35 letter word speculation. <laughs> Do you know what rhymes with speculation? Don't say it. Do you know what rhymes with speculation? <laughs> Moving on. Do you? It starts with an E. It's called ejection. No. Yeah, you thought I was going to say ejaculation. You just I said would, it. I would never say something so evil like ejaculation oh, on my goodness. show. Oh, goodness grief. I think we have to redo this one. Charlie Brown. <laughs> I think we have to redo this one. We've sidetracked a lot. No. We're making good time. Eh, okay, let's keep going. So, train of thought, Carrie Kelly was p- probably supposed to be the second Robin. No. Rhetorical question number two. Of course. What are the differences between the char- the DC characters that appear between the DC Extended Universe and the CW Universe? Mm-hmm. So, the first one people talk about is, well, Ezra Miller's Flash versus Grant Gustin's Flash. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of differences. Their lightning colors are different. Mm-hmm. Grant's all- pretty much always had a an orange lightning, and Ezra Miller has a blue lightning. Mm-hmm. Which is because of how the CW handles lightning versus how the DCEU handles lightning. I can make a whole episode on that, but I won't. Oh, darn, I thought you would. Which which actually means Ezra Miller's Flash, if you consider the Snyder Cut's explanation and visuals canon, is faster than Grant Gustin's TV Flash. Because Ezra Miller's Flash goes faster than light. <laughs> That's a lot of take in. Yeah. Do you know what else is a lot of taken? Okay, Superman. <laughs> Henry Cavill's Superman is in the DCU, whereas Tyler Hoechlin's Superman is in the CW. Now uh-huh. in Superman and Lois. Great TV show. Do you know who else loves Superman? Lois Lane, moving on. Your mom. So, both Supermen actually have red heat vision as of recently. Even though the CW did have blue heat vision for a while. Which was weird. The Supermen do have different costumes, though. And Tyler Hoechlin's Superman has mm-hmm. more costumes that he's worn. Which is kind of weird. I think he's on his fourth now in the CW. Mm-hmm. Whereas Henry Cavill has really worn three or... F- three, maybe four. But I think Tyler Hoechlin's worn more. Also, Tyler Hoechlin's Superman is confirmed... To have Karzorel as a sibling, as a cousin about his age, Karzorel. But Henry Cavill's relationship with his Karzorel is not confirmed yet, because Zack Snyder seems to discredit the prequel comic of Man of Steel, which is about Karzorel. Jack Snyder sounds like a badass. I know, right? So Batman. I'd love to meet this guy. Batman is technically in the CW because of the references in Elseworlds and Batwoman. But I wouldn't go into that. The only thing I could possibly talk about is the bat suit, but that'd be boring. Amen. So, yeah. It's mostly just visual differences or relationships. Like, Superman the DCEU does not have children yet. But in the CW, Superman has two sons who are both teenagers now. Which is crazy. I want to make a comment so bad, but I won't. I won't make a comment just for you. You know what? You get a freebie. Okay, speaking of children, you know who else loved children? Mark Zuckerberg. 
<laughs> oh, such a comment. Oh my god. He does. Moving on! I like... <laughs> Wait, no. Theory number one. Well, our only theory of the night. How will the DCEU evolve or move forward? I honestly have quite a bit to say about this idea. So the DCEU <laughs> is already not the the DCU is not the only film universe already. Because there are films that DC has made where they're mm. not DCEU canon. That's not a good sign. Yeah, that makes sense. The Joker movie All right. is not DCEU canon. Hallelujah. The, the Snyder Cut's technically not canon yet, but it, we can just call it DCEU. Oh, thank God. God is real after all. <laughs> I swear to God. Um, the Batman... That movie coming out with uh-huh. Robert Pattinson as Batman. Uh-huh. Yeah, what what a cool idea. Uh-huh. Is most likely not going to be DCEU canon. Uh-huh. Because then you'd have three different Batman, one of which is from a different universe, mm-hmm. in the DCEU. And I don't think they'd want Michael Keaton, Robert Pattinson, and Ben Affleck running around as Batman. <laughs> I Probably think, not. I think Robert Pattinson's Batman will be like an Elseworlds story or just not canon to the DCEU. And also, you have all the CW, which isn't explicitly DCEU canon, and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Since now, they're connected, but they're not entirely canon with one another, and the TV shows are already having a problem with having multiple TV universes. There's a hole in my foot. I just want to I just want to put that out there. That just... has some serious... That There's a snake in my boot energy. I'm sorry, there's a hole in my foot. <laughs> You see this shit? A hole in my foot. I told you. I wasn't lying. I wasn't lying. You thought I was lying. There's anyway, a hole in my foot, dog. I think that the DCEU will either just stop existing or end. Because there's already problems with actors speaking out against directors and directors Uh-oh. not getting the spotlight. Rebellion. Rebellion. So if this goes on any longer... There will probably just be a reset. They tried the DCEU with Green Lantern and failed. Mother, what if I spoke out about you, Mother? Like, would you still love me? I'm just kidding. You already hate me. So I honestly think that DC will probably (laughs) either try a different formula or just have multiple movies to make money (laughs) and connect them vaguely enough that a universe doesn't exist anymore. Makes sense. Because even in the animated movie part of DC, there's an a- there's a DC animated universe that does not encompass all of them. Uh-huh. And that's because a lot of them are from earlier on in the animated universe where a lot of the movies were able to connect before everything had to split off a bit to be more consistent. That makes sense. But I honestly think it'll probably turn into what I'd like to call an Elseworlds format. Mm-hmm. where everything might be canon in a multiverse, but they'll have multiple stories going on in different universes to keep, you know, self-isolation in uh-huh. the movies. No, that that would actually, that would, that would make sense a little bit. So, like, you have one Superman movie and one Green Lantern movie that don't have to be connected. Or do they? Then again, the MCU is done well with an overconnected thing. Okay, well, the MCU is not DC. Like, the MCU is arguably better 
Uh, Alden knows what I'm talking about. Right, Alden? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, other than Flash, and maybe Green Lantern, because I did like Green Lantern. Other than Flash and Green Lantern, which isn't really technically... It's not DCEU. Yeah. So other than... the Flash TV show isn't DCEU either. Well, what about Flash the character himself? Flash the character himself, well, yeah. He, his Ezra Miller version is DCEU canon. Okay, well then, okay, so other than, like, maybe Suicide Squad, there's not a movie that I would sit down and enjoyably watch. Like, I wouldn't... What about the Wonder Woman's? See, I don't, I didn't really like Wonder Woman. I'm sorry, you can stab me all you want, but just the Wonder Woman, especially, uh, just, I don't, I don't know. Just, the one that we watched, was it 80, 80? Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, I just no. It, I mean, it was it was good. It was a movie, and I liked it. It's just some there were like some certain plot holes and undevelopment in certain characters yeah. that were just a little bit too confusing. Yeah. So yeah, that is a big problem that they need to remedy. Trying to go too far in too little amount of time, because I mean the MCU had a giant overarching plan that went all the way from two thousand eight. Until 2019. Yeah. And that was the Infinity Saga. The first three phases of the MCU were all this overarching story leading into Infinity War and Endgame. Uh Uh-huh. But when you have Zack Snyder, who, given, can make some great movies, and you're giving them this control, he tried to make an Infinity War-level movie, in my opinion, too early. Justice League was supposed to be a trilogy of movies... That would bring in Darkseid, this amazing DC villain who always brings the best plots with him. Amen. Yet, it would have been starting on the fifth movie of the DCEU. Whereas Infinity War was like the 18th movie? Uh-huh. The 18th to the 20th movie of the MCU? Mm-hmm. It's like, if you compare that, the MCU took, like, four times the amount of time uh-huh. to get to there. So it was, like, that big problem of the DCEU was trying to go too fast to keep up with Marvel when it should have tried to become its own thing and have its own format. So back to the question of how will the DCEU really evolve, I honestly think... It won't. It won't. It'll just be changed. It won't go forward. It will just be where it is. Movies will be made, but they but they probably won't be canon in the same light that they're going for. Uh-huh. Because you have all these movies that are looking successful and are being heavily marketed that are not canon to this franchise anymore. Mm-hmm. Like Joker. Goodness grief, that was a good, dark DC movie. But mm-hmm. it's not canon. The Batman... Not canon, even though it looks like a great movie. Wonder Woman 3 is being directed by Zack Snyder and will probably be canon, but, you know, Zack Snyder kind of has an iffy relationship with Warner Brothers right now. Uh Uh-huh. So it's like all these great movies can be made, but they probably won't help the DCEU. They'll just keep it stable. Unlike the MCU, which is going into a lot of different territories... To expand what it is. Like it's now going into TV. Uh And movies at the same time. Uh 
which, given, is something that the DCEU could remedy by making the TV show's DCEU canon and carrying them into their own movies, but let's be honest, that's not going to happen. I agree. It took a lot of stubborn waiting for a last-minute begging from the movies, from the movie company, to ask the TV people, can we have Ezra Miller's Flash in Crisis on Infinite Earths? Yeah. Like, this was the fifth episode. Like, yeah. the fourth episode, end of filming. Filming had been done. And then they asked for it. <sighs> people these days. Like, that's stubborn. And it's going to be really hard to explain away everything that the shows are doing mm-hmm. within the context of the movies. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to tell us why Grant and Ezra have different flash lightnings without completely changing the lightning system from the show, mm-hmm. which which, pri- which kind of prides itself in having specific meanings, elaborate meanings for multiple colors. It's going to be another mess. And you have characters in the shows who haven't appeared in the movies or been mentioned in the movies at all. Uh-huh. Green Arrow was the first hero in this in the Arrowverse. Makes sense. He's it's named after him. Yeah. But he has not been mentioned in the DCEU, even though people tried to make a Green Arrow movie once. Of course. Supergirl is only now becoming Arrow DCEU canon uh-huh. in the Flash movie. But it's not the same Supergirl, and well, Supergirl will likely be done as a show when Supergirl enters the DCEU. Uh-huh. So you can't bring her in then. You can't just say, oh, Melissa Benoist is now the movie's Supergirl. Because mm. then you have the whole problem of six years of character development being pushed into the DCEU where it didn't exist there. So now you have six extra years of context. And that would be a big problem. Flash. You would now have over 27 years of crucial Flash context mm-hmm. in the DCEU. Because 20 years before the show starts is the first major death. Uh-huh. So now you'd have to factor in 27 years ago, Eobard kills Harrison. Mm-hmm. And then everyone would be like, wait, what? Who kills who? Uh-huh. So that would be the big problem with DCEU trying to evolve into other formats by taking its current properties in other universes. The MCU did, didn't do that. It made its own shows that seemed different but were heavily connected to the point of being obvious to people who looked into it. Mm-hmm. There were some shows that failed. Of course. Like The Inhumans. I've never even heard of that. Wasn't the best show. It was good, uh-huh. but MCU wise, it kind of slapped. left itself ambiguous. It did not slap. It was it, not poggers. There are other shows like The Runaways, which messed with MCU ideas, but honestly, seemed to not push its MCU roots far enough to me. Uh huh. Even though it does have good moments, it's just not as MCU as the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yes, I just used MCU as a verb. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that's pretty much it. And what an episode! See, I told you guys twenty-seven minutes ago, and and like forty seconds ago, twenty-seven, basically twenty-seven minutes ago, we had an episode for you. And were we lying? No, 
we we have an episode for you. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us babble on about DC. Um, I know I had a fun time sitting here yelling stupid stuff in the background because that is what I'm here for. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for taking the half an hour out of your day to listen, and we will catch you guys next time. See you guys later. Deuces.